Hey there, and welcome back to Ginger Biz, the podcast. I'm Katie, your host, and I am thankful to have you with us here today. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Today, we're going to be diving into Boosting Productivity and Well-Being, a Business Owner's Guide to a Digital Detox. Now, recently, we talked about minimizing your screen time. And while a lot of the same things will overlap here, this is more about taking an actual detox and stopping being digitally engaged altogether. But before you freak out, I've got the ideas and the tips and the how-tos in today's episode. And before we get started, I'm going to ask, because I'm going to ask every time, please drop us a rating, okay? Much appreciated. I know I talked about it every week, so I'm not going to dive into it here, but I do appreciate it. So thank you so much. And if you haven't already, hop over to Instagram, give us a follow, sign up for our newsletter. Whatever it is you want to do to connect with us, we're here for it. As a business owner, your life often revolves around screens and constant connectivity. Technology is essential for running a successful business, I do believe that, but it's equally important to step back and regain control over our digital life through a digital detox. Now, bear with me, hear me out before you say, heck no, I can't do that. Because in today's episode, we're going to explore how business owners can prepare for and benefit from a digital detox while ensuring that their operations continue to run smoothly. So really here, let's think big ticket corporate. You are not corporate. You are not big ticket. I get that. But we sometimes have to take a page from their playbook in order to be intentional with our time and take some time away. So The first thing I want to talk about here is delegate and set clear expectations. Before your digital detox, delegate tasks to responsible team members and communicate your absence to clients and partners. Set clear expectations for response times and emergency contacts. Now, if you don't have a team to delegate, we will dive into that through automations and boundaries and strategy. Okay, so bear with me on that. But if you do have a team that you can delegate tasks to, or even if you want to take some time away and you want to outsource that, there are virtual assistants who do project-based things. And so it could be as simple as taking two weeks off. But I will say that when you come back, you might fall in love with having that VA and you might not want to let them go. (laughs) Just saying. But with that, the benefit is delegating and communicating efficiently ensures that your business can continue to function even in your absence. And that's a big one. I get it. If you're a mom, you understand it's scary to leave your kid with somebody else. But let me tell you, someone else can take care of them, especially for a short stint of time and keep them alive and sustained and healthy and great and growing. And 
we can do the same with our businesses. We just have to pivot that mindset so that we can really get into the right headspace of allowing this to happen. And let me tell you, it is going to be so, so beneficial for you. So again, setting clear expectations, you can even announce it on your social media. You can be as transparent as you want saying, Hey, I'm out of office for the next week and a half, but you're still going to see my content coming out because I want to be here with you guys and be there. So I'm still providing that. I'll still engage when I get back, but just know that I might be a little bit more quiet than normal. And that's totally okay to be honest with them. And most of your audience, if they're your ideal client and you are growing and you are doing these things, they're going to support this. They're going to be so happy for you. They're going to come alongside you and cheer you on for taking this step to detox for a wee bit. It's super, super beneficial. And you'll see a lot of big wigs, they will. They'll detox for like a month or two months or whatever the case, whatever they can sustain, whatever they choose. So again, you can do this for a day, a week, a month. Figure out what you need and want, and then you can make it happen. So my second point is automate routine processes. Implementing automation tools for routine tasks like email responses or social media posts and invoicing is huge. Tools like email autoresponders and social media scheduling apps can maintain your online presence while you are away. And the benefit of this is that the automation reduces the need for constant like manual intervention, allowing you to stay digitally detached without compromising your business's online presence. So for me, this means that like, I don't have to sign on to Instagram for an entire week, but my posts are still getting pushed out and we're still doing things. Now I do take it to the next level and like one of my VAs can help with posting my stories and whatnot. Um, but you can also use software to make that happen. There's like Planoly, plan, preview, later, Metricool. Like there's a lot of different ones out there that you can utilize to schedule your content to be going out so that you still maintain that online presence. And again, it's your choice if you want to say, hey, I won't be here, but I'm still showing up. Or if you just smooth sailing and don't even want to announce it across your platforms, that's totally fine too. I do think setting clear expectations in email correspondence though is really beneficial. So with that, the third point that I want to make is setting boundaries for work-life balance. Okay, so setting boundaries and working on work-life balance and that synergy can be super challenging. So reevaluate your work habits and set strict boundaries for your work hours and personal time. Now, this is a big ask because it's not going to happen overnight, But it is a very big part of finding that synergy and making things work. And you can use your digital detox as an opportunity to reconnect with family, hobbies, and self-care. And heck, you can even use your digital detox to take time to go have coffee with a colleague or a fellow business owner or a photographer or, 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 or whatever it is that you want to do. It's not that you can't be working. It's not that you can't be focused. It's that you're just trying to get off digital platforms and embrace things outside of that so you can find that synergy and kind of press reset on yourself. And the benefit to doing these is improved work-life balance can lead to increased creativity, productivity, and really help you reduce your burnout. So again, it's important to set these boundaries and to strive for that work-life balance so that you can have time away, so that you can think, so that you can have creativity and come up with new ideas and new strategies. The fourth thing here is reflect and strategize. So use your digital detox time for strategic thinking and reflection. 
assessing your business goals, identifying areas for improvement, and plan for future growth. The benefit here is that a well-structured digital detox allows you to gain fresh perspectives on your business and develop a more focused, sustainable strategy. One thing that I see some business owners doing, which I think is so cool, is somewhere in the year, whether it's the start of the year, the end of the year, mid-year, or multiple times a year, they go off the grid and into work mode. Um, A couple that I'm specifically thinking of, they'll rent a hotel at a nice place that has nice amenities or whatever the case. They'll enjoy their time there, but they also bring, you know, their computer and writing utensils and hash out their goals and their ideas. Now, again, I'm not saying jump on the digital bandwagon. I'm not saying be on Instagram, be on the platforms, but really unplug from all of that so that you can plug in to strategize and let that innovation and that creativity flow so you can create a sustainable kind of approach for the remainder of that year or the remainder of that time frame, whatever it is for you. Again, I see people doing this at the beginning of the year when they're trying to set their intentions or towards the end of the year when they're vamping up, getting ready for the new year. And some people just do it as a mid-year reset. I mean, sure, it's an expense, right? Because you're going to like book hotel, but you can do an Airbnb. You could do a peer space. You don't have to go away for the weekend. It doesn't have to be long-term. It could be just a day that you're unplugged even and just focusing on, you know, X, Y, and Z. So really you can make it what you want it to be and make it work for you. But I think it's really important to reflect and strategize so that you can continue to make things more sustainable and more productive, right? And also create time and space to rest and relax within that as well. I know that we're so like in this fast paced world of business, a digital detox isn't really just a luxury. It's almost a necessity for maintaining that productivity and personal well-being. You can delegate those tasks and automate those systems that will help. And again, we don't dive into it crazy here, but setting those boundaries and really automating processes that you can so that you can take that week off so that you can really just have that detox and reset is powerful. And if you're not able to do that single-handedly, you can outsource some of that and be intentional with it or utilize apps and programs to make sure that you're able to do that. So like I was saying, but by delegating those tasks, automating those processes, establishing protocols and setting boundaries and really taking time for reflection, business owners can enjoy the benefits of reduced screen time without skipping a beat in their professional lives. Remember that a balanced approach to technology is key to long-term success and fulfillment, both personally and professionally in any of our endeavors. So I also want to kind of dive into more of the nitty gritty of what this looks like. So some of these things would be for the automation and routine processes is automating those email responses, setting up those away messages, um, really outlining what people can expect. I personally have an automation email that goes out in response to every email I receive, which is just setting clear expectations. If you're a new inquiry, we'll be in touch in X amount of time. If you're an existing friender, which is a hybrid between a friend and a vendor, it lets you know when we'll be in touch. If you're reaching out about the podcast, you know, X, Y, and Z, it just goes right down and lets you know exactly what to expect. And in that, if you're doing a digital detox and you're taking X amount of time off, put it right there. We're out of office until 
December 30th and we'll be back and just really communicating that so that people can know what to expect and then automate other things within that. If you know that while you're out, you're going to have a couple contracts come due or a couple invoices that need to be paid, utilize your CRM platform to really, really set that up so that you don't have to worry about it. Another thing with social media posting, you can have a team member take the lead on this, or you can use a scheduling app. Social media like Facebook and LinkedIn allow you to actually schedule straight within the the apps so you don't have to worry about it. Um, But you can also utilize other outside apps to help you post to multiple platforms at one time and keep Pinterest and everything going. And I alluded to it already, or even just directly talked about it, is a CRM, a client relationship management tool. I actually talk about this in a previous episode of how you can utilize your CRM to be the most efficient. And so I would strongly encourage you to go back and give that a listen. I'll drop that show in the show notes so you can just click it easily. Um, But invoicing and payments is huge. Like I mentioned, if you have reoccurring clients that have payments that will come due while you're planning to be offline, utilize your CRM, get it thinking for you. If you're in the wedding industry and you'll be needing to do some prep for upcoming weddings, you can automate the questionnaires to go out on a certain date at a certain time. So when you get back, you already have the information you need. Um, You can schedule follow-up interviews for pending inquiries. You can send out those questionnaires. There's so, so, so much that you can do within this. Honestly, a lot of what we talk about here on the podcast and in each episode would hugely benefit you if you are trying to do a digital detox because I talk a lot about automation and systems. And so that's going to help you be able to sustain a digital detox to some degree, right? And so you can utilize different platforms like Freedom or Stay Focused or Cold Turkey or whatever, um, even an app block within your phone to like limit your time online. But also things like Trillo is a good project management tool that you can utilize to help stay organized um, and do things efficiently, especially if you want to take some time off. Um, There are a couple other things like Slack or Focus at Will that can also help. These are all just different apps that you can utilize to really make sure that you are getting the most out of your digital detox. A huge thing with this, though, would be selecting the right tools and apps that align with your goals and your boundaries to make sure that you can kind of step away and still have that online presence. So again, you know, you might hear this early on. Maybe you're not even looking to do a detox right now, but you might want to do one down the road or in the new year or later, whatever the case may be. It's important to have these things in place. And ultimately, I would say, and this is a like off script, if you will, not that I'm like scripted, but like off script that it came to my mind is you never know what might happen. I had a guest recently on the show who talked about how she injured her leg and couldn't do wedding photography for a long time for like that whole year, I think it was. And so with that, that was completely unexpected. So a digital detox can be a really good way to self audit yourself and, or do a self audit not self-audit yourself, but you get the idea because then you can monitor your progress and stay accountable and see where some of your voids were and you can build that out because at the end of the day as a business owner, at least for me, I don't want to be led by fear. Like the thought that, well, what if if I crumble, this all crumbles? Or if I have a mental breakdown and I need two weeks to really focus on myself, my entire business will go 
down the drain. Like, no, that's not the case because we have systems and processes in place and we work ahead during the good days so that on the bad days we can take a pause, we can take a step back and kind of refocus. And so even if you're not in a place right now where you want to do a complete digital detox, I think it's important to at least test the water so you can see where some of your gaps are. So if you ever are forced down the road to have to do this, you can be better prepared. So that's another way to kind of go into this. I think it's important to take time to yourself and to step away from screens, especially, especially, especially as a business owner, because we're so glued to it. That's how we get our inquiries. That's how we meet our new clients. Everything is so internet-based nowadays. Even if you do have a storefront, it can still be so heavily reliant on the digital world that it's important to come up with these boundaries and to learn where some of your gaps are so you can backfill them. Again, so much of what I talk about really sets you up for success in coming into this episode as well. So it's important to make sure that you're being mindful of this and really trying um, to build from it. So I would say, Let's start out by making a decision that you want to do this and then figuring out what your goal is and then how you'll accomplish it. Again, if that means making sure that you're utilizing your CRM to its completion and most efficiently that you can, do it. If it means that maybe you need to think about bringing on a very, very part-time team member or a VA who does limited hours but can step in and know your processes if you ever have to step out. All of these things can be so hugely beneficial. So again, it goes back to delegate and setting those clear expectations, automate routine processes, set boundaries, reflect and strategize, and learn where you can do better. And also just give yourself grace that even if it's just a day, even if it's two days, or if it's three months, whatever the case is, you can do it. You can digital detox. You can take time away and you're going to come back even better, even stronger, just so much more passionate, ready to go because you gave yourself that creative freedom and that innovation and that space to just explore things, right? So that's for today's episode, basically just kind of a guide for boosting that productivity and well-being and being able to step away. If you guys have questions and comments, you know I'm always here for them. Hop over to Instagram, shoot me an email, whatever you guys want, I'm here for it. But until next time, guys, keep on diving in. 